Hey, it's Ollie here. Hope you're good. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce freedom podcast. Welcome to the e-commerce freedom podcast with your host, Oliver Denyer. Learn the practical steps you need to take to build a business you can run on your own terms. Escape the nine to five and work from anywhere in the world. So this is part three in the four part series where we're going to be discussing how to begin your private label business and I hope that so far in this series you've actually learned um, from the first two parts a little bit more about the strategy um, you know where to start in starting to import private labels what to actually look for why the strategy is so exciting and so powerful and um, hopefully I've just given you like an idea of what it involves really and in today's episode we're going to be talking about once you've chosen a product and um, it looks you know like on paper like it's going to sell maybe you've done a bit of validation you sent in a small test batch into your amazon account now you've got to the point where you think you've found a product which is pretty cool right Um, it looks like it's going to be a good fit for your business Uh, it looks like customers want it you're filling a gap in the marketplace how do you actually get your products to sell right how do you make it so your products appearing in the search results so customers can see it so there's a lot of traffic going towards your listing and so uh, eventually you end up getting some sales right and how do you actually increase your sales from just one sale two sales a day how do you turn that into say five sales a day ten sales a day twenty sales a day what steps can you actually take to start scaling up your business and start seeing to starting to see some income coming in so Before we actually get going with today's content, what I want to talk to you about actually is a resource which I really recommend you go and download. And it's an ebook that I've put together on the topic of private labels. And we go a little bit more in depth um, about the strategy. And there's some awesome content in there which I think will really help you um, get started. Also, there's some cool stories about. how I've been using this strategy and how it's given me a lot more freedom in my life. Um, there's some, you know, funny stuff in there. I think you'll really enjoy it. So if you if you go to this episode's blog post, which is ecommercefreedom.com forward slash eight, that's ecommercefreedom.com forward slash eight, and you can download the PDF there. It's called uh, Four Reasons Private Labels Will Change Your Life, and it's free. You can just grab it from there. There's also going to be a load of resources on the blog post as well, um, re- recapping the stuff that we've discussed in today's episode. So I'm sure you'll find it really helpful if you head over there. And on the website, there's a load of other cool stuff that you can check out as well. So we're going to be talking today about how to get your products to sell. Okay, you found a product you think is going to be a really hot seller. You're pretty sure you've done your research, you've analyzed it properly using the um, techniques we discussed in part two of this series. You know that it's going to be a hot seller. You know customers are wanting this thing. How do you take it to market? What marketing tricks can you do to make sure customers actually see it and buy it? And how do you make your product look as attractive as possible to increase the chance of a customer buying it when they click on your listing? Well, the first thing we need to focus on is actually making the listing look good. Okay, the amount of products I've seen listed on Amazon and eBay and other online stores and even on some, you know, big stores like sometimes on Walmart or Tesco's or on real supermarkets, e-commerce stores, you'll see product listings where they've uploaded 
pictures of the product and done a description for it and it just looks terrible. Now, in a lot of cases, you can actually get away with having a bad listing. And I'm not saying that, you know, making everything look pretty and having beautiful pictures and a great description of what your product does is, you know, the only way to make it sell. Some product listings that are terrible um, still encourage loads of sales because the customers know what the product is and they already trust it before they buy it. And maybe they've read reviews on other websites. But one thing's for certain, if you have a really, really good, brilliant quality product listing, then you have just really given your product the chance to shine. And I think it, it enables customers to see that your brand is worth buying from. It increases that credibility that you have as a brand with customers who are thinking about buying your products. And also, I mean, you, you get the chance to sell your product um, and give it the best chance of customers actually deciding to buy it. So we're gonna talk about the listing and why it's so important and all the things you can tweak on your listing. Some of them you'll probably know about, like obviously having nice pictures and things. Some things might not be quite so obvious, but we're gonna go through it now um, and we're gonna talk about how to create the perfect product listing on Amazon. Okay, so first thing, it's probably the most obvious and probably the most important is having great pictures, great quality pictures for your Amazon listing. Now, um, I suggest actually when you're importing your first product and you're just about to stick it on Amazon and, and upload the listing to your account, I recommend you actually get some professional photography for your listing. If you can just hire um, a product photographer to take pictures of your product in a lighting booth in a studio, you'll definitely get a better chance of getting a good quality picture. And you know, the colors will be better all the detail in the image will look a lot better. You want a very high resolution photo as well. Um, and it, it just really helps, you know, add the icing on the cake. If you can get great quality photos for your product, it really does help um, sell it to the customer. So I really would recommend if you can, um, fork out a little bit, it'll only be a couple hundred pounds and you know, you can use these product photos forever you know they're never going to expire so it really is a worthy investment to actually hire a photographer who does professional product photography to take a few photos of your product so with this in mind you want to remember that the main photo on the amazon listing should always have a white background okay so you want to have one photo at least where the product doesn't really have a very messy background something very simple um, in fact maybe they could probably even do the white background um, themselves or if not you can actually just get them to digitally delete the background right so just change the background to white and just have the product showing and nothing else this is actually to abide by Amazon's uh, terms and conditions the the, the main picture uh, for your product has to have a white background so it looks nice on their search results and there's not a lot of mess I think they like having their website look nice and clean and things so this is kind of why they decided to implement this so bear that in mind, you need at least one or two pictures with a white background. Now, I recommend you take as many action shots with your product as you can. And action shots are basically just pictures of people using your product. So if you've got a pair of uh, barbecue gloves or something, you want to show someone using them. Have the barbecue gloves on, outside, next to a barbecue, using them in action. Um, and this gives the customer a good idea of you know what it would be like for them to own your product. It kind of 
paints a picture of how your product is going to fit into their lives. So not only do you want pictures with the white background, but also pictures that where you know someone's actually using the product because it really, really helps the customer understand what your product is for, how well it is designed, and how they're going to actually be able to use it once they've bought it. I mean, to be honest with you, sometimes customers might think to themselves, well, <clears throat> why would I need this product? Uh, why would I need barbecue gloves? Well, if they can see them on a guy who's barbecuing, then it might convince them that it's something that they need, where as otherwise they would not have actually seen how useful the product is. So action shots are really, really useful as well as products with a white background. Also, pictures of your packaging can be really good. If you decided to splash out a little bit and do some great packaging with your product, then just showcasing how nice the packaging is can actually give your product that edge and allow it to stand out against the other products in the marketplace, right? I mean, if you've got really, really nice packaging with your product and you're selling it for the same price as somebody else who's selling a product without any packaging, you've instantly added extra value. Especially if your logo's on the packaging and they can see your branding and see how much care you've put into designing the packaging and making it look really great, it instantly adds extra value in the customer's eyes and they're going to think, well, you know, this is a really, really good product and it kind of builds that kind of uh, whole picture of a good product, um, you know, it just makes everything look a little bit more legitimate. So having packaging involved in your pictures is definitely something I'd recommend. Also pictures where um, you've outlined all of the features of a product can be really, really powerful. Uh, I've seen, I think there's an alarm clock or something on Amazon.co.uk, which I think it lights up at night or something. Very, very simple product, but it's got an unbelievable bestsellers rank and it's selling, I think it's hundreds of times every single day. Very, very simple product, just a small, very cheap alarm clock. Um, <clears throat> nothing special, but... They, they have features are really um, outlined in one of the photos. They point towards the fact that the numbers around the side of the clock glow at night time. They glow in blue. Uh, they point towards the fact that it has big hands, big minute hand and a big uh, hour hand um, and a second hand. It points towards the back where the batteries go. You can see like the reverse side of the picture. Um, and it points towards some of the parts of the design which might be attractive to somebody looking to buy an alarm clock. And without this, you know, without these illustrations of all of the best things in your products, customers might oversee them, right? They not might not look um, and, and actually understand why your product is so cool. So if you can have pictures that actually outline the features so um, customers can see them clearly, you can actually have a lot better chance of customers understanding just how cool your product is. So the way you do this really is you just have, again, a white background picture, maybe it's zoomed in a little bit further, and you'll just have bits of text around the picture pointing with arrows towards cool things on each part of your product and you might magnify certain areas of the product as well so for example if you know you're selling an alarm clock and the hands are extra big or it's got um, glow-in-the-dark numbers you'd maybe magnify the numbers uh, make them bigger um, in a little circle next to it and have a bit of text pointing towards that and actually um, 
illustrating that this is the case and that that's a feature of your product. So this is another tip and I've actually seen that a lot of listings that are doing really, really well implement this and there's pictures where they have features which are drawn out and shown to the customer just to describe just how awesome your product is and why customers would want to buy it. So, so there four of my main tips I'd recommend when you're doing pictures. White background with the first picture has to be like that for Amazon's terms and conditions. Um, action shots are really, really good. Um, and features, I think that was three, not four, but hey, who's counting? Uh, so they're really, really good um, things to incorporate into your list of pictures. Have as many pictures as you possibly can as well, because I mean, the more angles the customer can see of your product and um, the more of a feel your customer gets for how good quality your product is, the more likely they're going to buy it. And you know how the saying goes, a picture says a thousand words. So it doesn't matter how long your description is, if you've got lots and lots and lots of pictures, you'll pretty much say everything you need to say anyway. Also make sure your pictures are very, very high resolution because um, Amazon actually has a feature where if you hover your mouse over the picture, um, when you're on a, any listing on the Amazon website, if you hover your mouse over it, it will actually zoom in on the part that you're hovering over. So if your picture isn't high res enough, then it's going to look really horrible when the customer goes and, and tries to hover their mouse over it. Um, and it's going to be all pixelated. So as high resolution as you possibly can. And I think they have to be in JPEG format when you upload them on the picture uploader. So there's a few tips for you about the images, and I think images are really, really important. Professional photography definitely helps to get your products to sell. You know, if you're looking, if you're a customer looking on the Amazon website and you're researching for which product to buy and you type something into the search bar, you see a load of listings there, you're going to be drawn to the most um, impressive pictures on the listings. You know, the titles aren't really going to do much for you if the pictures look terrible. So I really cannot emphasize enough just how important it is to have great pictures of your product. And it's worth investing a bit of money in professional photography. So the next thing to focus on after you've got the pictures sorted and they're looking all beautiful and your product looks great and you've got all the features and the white background pictures and it's looking awesome. Next thing to focus on is the title. And I don't know if you know anything about SEO, um, search engine optimization, but basically every single time somebody types something in on Amazon, say they type in um, blue water feature or yellow um, gardening glove, Amazon's search algorithm will pull up products that have incorporated that keyword into their listing somewhere. So if you type in yellow gardening glove, and somebody is selling a yellow gardening glove, but it doesn't include the words yellow gardening or the word glove, then it's not going to appear, right? So you have to make sure that your listing is full of words that customers are going to be typing in when they're doing their shopping online. And you have to really start to think out of the box with this stuff as well and, and try and think of what words a customer might type in when they're looking for your product. So in your title, you want to try and incorporate a few of these words and a few of the main keywords that the customer would type in. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't try and stuff keywords into the title. It used to be a strategy that private labels used to use. And you could tell if a private label product was a private label product because nobody else would do this. It was just private label sellers. They'd have titles that use every single character in um, the title that they possibly could. So you'd have like a title that was like four lines long, full of 
every single possible keyword that a customer would type in. And to be honest with you, this isn't really necessary. You don't need to do that anymore because um, it just doesn't really make any sense and it looks ugly. And I think Amazon's search engine doesn't really like that as much anymore. You'll do a lot better just putting the actual keywords that you want to put into your listing in the keyword section when you're creating the listing. There's actually uh, a section there when you're creating a new listing on Amazon where you can actually enter keywords and just try and leave the keyword stuffing for that section. For your title, you want to make it look kind of like a headline, right? So imagine somebody's typing something in to Amazon and um, you want to think about what's going to draw them to click on your product listing. So let's say if you you know that your marketplace um, loves yoga, right? You're, you're going for the yoga marketplace and you're trying to make a yoga mat that you think that would appeal to people who are in the market for a yoga mat. And you see on a load of other reviews that the yoga mats for sale on Amazon according to the reviews, things that customers have actually said, they're all actually very small. Customers keep complaining that the yoga mats on Amazon are very small. So you come along and offer an extra large yoga mat, right? So you want to differentiate from the other products in the marketplace. You want to um, offer extra value to the marketplace and give customers a reason to actually buy your product so you've decided to make yours extra large well what would be a better thing to put in a title than the fact that your yoga mat is extra large so your title could be something like extra large yoga mat various colors great quality fabric um, extra thick right perfect headline it has everything in it that a customer buying a yoga mat needs to know and coupled with great pictures they'll be really enticed to click on your listing and actually get a little bit more detailed information on your product. So that's the main two things that you want to be focusing on first, the title and the images, because that's what the customer sees before they click on your product, right? You know, when you type something into Amazon, you see loads and loads of different products. You don't see the description. Um, you don't see any of the bullet points. You just see a title and an image. So those are the two things you want to focus on first. And they're arguably the most important things. There's a few other things that make up a good Amazon listing, such as, like I mentioned before, the keywords which you can enter. Um, bullet points are really interesting. Um, you can actually type in the benefits and features that your product has and really explain to a customer why your product is worth their money. You can type in features, which are basically features are like the shiny things that your product has. So if you're selling a kettle, it might be a fast boil kettle right it boils really quickly that's the feature a benefit is something that will happen to the customer because of the feature so a benefit would be make tea 10 times faster than you would do with other kettles right that's the benefit um, that the feature provides so you want to put features and benefits into your bullet points i think amazon gives you around about five bullet points and um, that you can use and if you really spend a bit of time thinking about why your product is so cool and um, what are the real main selling points that a customer would be looking for when they're buying a product and you put those into your bullet points, then you will significantly increase your conversion rate, right? So the rate that customers see your product and actually decide to add it to their cart and buy it. So this is really, really powerful and coupled with bullet points, 
is your description okay so down the bottom of the page or middle way down the page you'll be able to actually write some things about your product and we can go into the whole thing of copywriting um, it's a, there are entire job positions based on writing product descriptions just because the power of words can really encourage your conversion rate and encourage customers to buy your products if you describe them in a way that makes them really enticing then obviously customers are going to be more likely to buy so definitely put some time into your description and then once you've focused on all of these um, elements your listing is going to be ready to go live so you can activate your listing and customers will be definitely um, enticed by your product however there's going to be one thing missing and probably one of the main things that changes my mind and encourages me to make my buying decisions when I'm shopping is customer reviews. Now it's really 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 important to have reviews on your product and there's been a lot of debate about the way to get customer reviews for products on Amazon and Amazon's changed their terms and conditions about this recently following all of the fake reviews that you used to pay for with services like Fiverr and where you used to hire people to write fake reviews and create accounts and um, not even buy your product and write a five-star review about how amazing it is. So you have to be a little bit careful about how you get reviews. Um, and a lot of people have got different um, takes on the best way to get reviews and whether you know you can get other Amazon sellers to help you by buying your product and writing a review or whether that's against the terms and conditions. But I think it all boils down to this. If somebody has bought your product and they've used it and you haven't given them any financial compensation for writing a review and their review is honest, then you're going to be fine. Okay, It doesn't matter if it's your friend, if it's somebody else who's writing a review because they know they're going to help your business. Um, if you send it to a review group or one of these review services online, it really doesn't matter. As long as the review is honest, if they got a discount, they have to write that they received a discount because that's the way Amazon want them to do it. As long as it's honest and you didn't financially compensate them, i.e. pay them to write you a review, then you haven't broken any of Amazon's terms and conditions. Now, there's a load of services out there which actually can help you get reviews, and some of them are great, some of them aren't so great. I'd encourage you to have a look around online to see which one works for you. In the beginning, though, to be honest with you, I just actually get reviews from friends and family and people who are willing to help me out by just buying my product, trying it out, and writing a review. is a great way to get your first sort of five or ten reviews. And once you've got that, then customers will be instantly more likely to buy your product and it's just a case of social proof you know if if um, the person selling a product says it's great then customers you know might still be skeptical but if other people third parties who aren't selling the thing say it's cool then they're going to be a lot more encouraged to buy your product and give it a go because they know that obviously the people who bought it aren't making any money from it and they're most likely to be honest so they're more likely to believe reviewers than they are the person selling it so reviews are really really important and to be honest with you getting reviews should be part of your long-term strategy when you're selling private label products and actually it should be almost as important as getting sales because the more reviews you get 
the more sales you'll get effectively. So sales and reviews definitely should be your main focus um, in order to grow your business and actually generate more sales. And we're going to be talking about the link between sales and more sales and more sales in a second. So once you've got your pictures, you've got your title, you've got your bullet points, your description and your reviews, your product really should be perfect and it should actually be ready to start really picking up some serious sales on the Amazon marketplace. Um, This is providing obviously that you have selected a decent product that customers actually want and it's great quality and all those other good things which are important when you're ever thinking about selling anything to any marketplace. It goes without saying, right? But um, even if your product is amazing, it's not going to go anywhere unless your listing is also amazing. So these things are really, really important. And once you've got those into place, you might want to start to actually be a little bit more hands-on about driving traffic to your listing, encouraging customers to buy your product using a few strategies that you can actually implement. And one of the things you can do is use Amazon's inbuilt pay-per-click advertising service. Now, this is probably one of the best features that Amazon actually provide to help you as a seller on their platform to actually get your products out in the open. Because Amazon's organic search results rely mainly on sales volume. So that means if you type in yellow barbecue gloves into the Amazon search results, generally the first listing that appears will be the item that sells the most in accordance to the keyword that you've typed in. Right, so the item that has been ranked for yellow barbecue gloves, the one that sells the most uh, recently will be listing number one right at the top of the search results. So if you've never made any sales of your product, then your product is going to be way down in the search results and basically no customers are ever going to see it. So it's never going to get bought, right? It's like a, a vicious cycle. No sales equals no sales. But you can actually jump the system and actually hack the organic search results and you don't have to wait until you've magically got sales in order to get your product appearing in front of customers on the first few pages. And you can do this by using pay-per-click. So I don't know if you've ever been on Amazon and you've seen um, sponsored ads. You've seen maybe a couple of listings at the top of the page, at the side of the page and the bottom. Now, these sponsored ads are um, being run by sellers. And every single time you click on one of those ads, you're actually charging the seller a few pence. So this is a really, really great way for you to actually get your products on page one of Amazon without having to wait for your organic search results to um, improve. You literally just list your product in an advert and you pay every single time a customer clicks. And because Amazon is just such a fast buy culture, as in when a customer clicks on a listing, there's a very good chance that they're gonna buy that item right there, right now. Like they're not window shopping, they're actually going there with an intention to buy. Usually any money spent on pay-per-click and sponsored ads is very well spent. So what you can actually do is use these sponsored ads to get your product selling 
as quickly as possible. And if you do this right, even if you break even whilst you're doing the pay-per-click advertising because it eats into the margin, the profit margin of your product, it will still pay off long term because eventually you can turn off your pay-per-click and your product will actually have gone up in the organic search results and then you can continue to make sales even once you're not running the advertising. So it's definitely a good thing to do to incorporate pay-per-click advertising into your strategy very early on to get a few initial sales. There's a few other strategies you can actually use as well to get some sales on your account and actually start to create this snowball because as you get more sales, your bestseller rank increases and as your bestseller rank increases, your organic search result is better. You appear nearer to the top of the search results when someone types in the keyword for your product and then that obviously encourages more sales. So I want to share a couple more strategies with you so you can actually have a really good idea about what else you can do um, when you're selling on Amazon and what other things you can do to really give your product the best chance of being a hot seller for you and generating you um, decent income and, and, and really helping to grow your brand. So one of the strategies you can do is a promotion. Uh, there's a lot of sites out there where um, you can sign up as a um, seller, an Amazon seller, and you can actually give away quite a few products for free. Now, as long as you don't abuse this strategy and you don't do too many to um, artificially manipulate the bestseller's rank, Amazon are actually cool with this, right? So um, if you basically only give away, say, a few, say, 20 items per week for free for promotions, um, and you're not, not abusive with it, say, trying to give away, say, a thousand or something crazy like that, even though that would be crazily expensive, but Believe me, some Amazon sellers try and black hat the system and um, do these dodgy things which Amazon hates. So there has to be a rule on it. If you're reasonable and you give away, say, 20 or 30 products a week, that actually boosts the bestseller rating of your listing. So if you want to increase the organic search results of your product in the beginning, then this is a great strategy. You can literally, whilst you're thinking about what product to import and negotiating with suppliers, you can incorporate a certain amount of products that you're actually going to give away into your product cost. So you'll know, say, 50 or 100 products are going to be given away, so you'll have to swallow the production cost of them. Now, doing this early on is a great way to spike your bestseller rating and get your product appearing higher in the search results to get more sales, and it's a good way of kind of uh, making a bit of noise on the Amazon marketplace, getting a lot of activity on your listing and Amazon's search engine really loves this and it's a great way to kickstart the process. Another way of doing it is by running outside pay-per-click advertising to your product on Amazon. You can actually start, say, a Facebook page um, and run some Facebook advertising to your listing or you can start an AdWords account and run some AdWords, Google Ads, uh, pay-per-click and send it to your listing um, or any other pay-per-click. There's Yahoo pay-per-click as well, um, Bing I think do the same thing and you can send outside paid traffic directly to your listing to attract customers from outside the Amazon marketplace in the hope that they will buy your product. Now these strategies are a little bit um, more complicated than Amazon pay-per-click I'd say because you have to become a bit of a master at pay-per-click to make sure you're not spending too much money on ads that's just going down the drain. 
takes a lot of tweaking, I'd say, to get these things correctly. So I'd focus on pay-per-click within Amazon first, maybe a few promotions, um, give away a few products or discount a few products to get reviews, and that should help boost your uh, bestseller rating. But definitely consider outside pay-per-click sources as well because you can get more eyes on your product. And money follows eyeballs is the famous saying that really rings true with this stuff. There's a few other options as well to get more traffic on your listing, more activity, more customers buying stuff from you from outside all over different places of the internet. Um, you can actually build up an email list um, outside of the internet using a service like MailChimp or GetResponse. And these services enable you to have, say, like a newsletter list, a list of emails, potential customers that might be interested in your product and every every now and then you can maybe give them say a 20% discount for your product and encourage them to buy from you. Now the way to build up a list of customer emails um, is to be honest with you quite a big and complicated topic but maybe you could give away some kind of um, something of value that customers potential customers might like like maybe a free ebook or something top 10 tips for barbecuing if you're selling barbecue gloves for example um, and they might download this ebook but in order to get that ebook they have to give you their email address right then occasionally you can send them cool stuff about barbecuing and then once in a while send them a link to your amazon page and give them a 20 percent discount for being a loyal member of your newsletter so that's another way you can actually start to generate a customer base and get more eyes on your product and encourage more sales also, you could start a Facebook page about a topic that's loosely related to your brand. So if you're starting a garden brand, you could start a Facebook page called I Love Gardening. And every so often on, on your Facebook page, you'll post up articles which are related to gardening that keep the interest of the people who like your page. And then once in a while, you could actually post up the link to your product on Amazon and say, hey, you know, I love you guys on my Facebook page. You can have 10% or 20% off my product and encourage them to buy it for you. This will spike the bestseller rating again of your product, up the um, organic search result and encourage other Amazon customers to buy the product from you as well. So this is a really great way of allowing your product to get um, as many sales as possible and really help it along. So I hope I've given you a few ideas in this episode. Definitely get your listing looking great. Um, get a lot of reviews as well. And one of the main things you should be focusing on is sales and reviews. The more sales you get, the more sales you get. The more reviews you have, the higher the conversion rate of customers looking at your product and therefore the more sales you get. So sales and reviews should be really the 20% of things you focus on in your uh, private label business, which will actually give you the 80% of the results. There's a few other things you can actually do um, as well. Once you've got a really good um, load of products selling on your account and you want to get even more sales, is you can actually consider selling your products to brick and mortar stores. If you've got real products that you know customers love and they love buying them on Amazon, why wouldn't they love buying them in proper shops like retail outlets if you're selling a health and beauty brand why not go to your local health and beauty uh, ind independent boutique where they sell these kind of stores and maybe show them the data on amazon of customers buying lots and lots of your products 
Why not offer them a discount if they buy in bulk from you uh, so they can resell your products in their stores? Also, you can build your own e-commerce site and sell your products on there. And there's actually a way you can ship your products from the Amazon's warehouse direct to any customer who's bought a product from your site. So you can actually create a fulfillment order and actually ship the product from Amazon's warehouse and get them to deal with the shipping on your behalf as well for products sold on your own e-commerce site. So this is this is crazy. The amount of stuff you can actually do to get your products to sell is phenomenal. On this on this episode, I've literally just given you a taster of all of the things you can do. And there's so many more strategies and new strategies coming out all the time, which I'm experimenting with to try and um, up my sales and increase um the visibility of my products across the web and get customers absolutely crazy about them. Uh, for example, actually, one one thing you can do is get YouTube reviews and unboxing videos made about your products. And you know, you can send your products to other YouTubers who do these unboxing videos and these product reviews. And at the bottom, in the link at the bottom of their video, you can link it to your Amazon page where they can buy the thing. That's another source of free traffic for customers to buy your products. So there's, I mean, there's endless ways of marketing your products. And like I said, I've only scratched the surface, but I hope this gives you a little bit of food for thought. Didn't want to overwhelm you with too much stuff. I know I've covered quite a few points on this episode, so hopefully it didn't all go over your head. I hope you've noted a few things down to implement when you're selling your product online. So again, please go grab my uh, brand new PDF. It's called Four Reasons Private Labels Will Change Your Life. And I've shoved so much cool content in there. I think it'll be a really interesting read for you. Uh, There's some criteria to look out for when you're choosing private labels. I've talked about how I run this business um, completely remotely from anywhere in the world. And there's a couple hilarious stories in there, which I'm sure you will enjoy. If you go to ecommercefreedom.com forward slash eight, you'll see the PDF there. You can just click a link and you'll be able to download it. That's ecommercefreedom.com forward slash eight. And I think the number eight or um, the word spelled out, um, will they'll both work. And also I've put on that blog post there a load of other resources you can use and a few hints and tips about the things that I've talked about today um, with regards to getting your products to sell. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope you found a lot of value in this episode. We covered quite a lot of ground, giving you a few ideas of how you can get your product selling rapidly. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care and keep believing.